Welcome to Grey Roots Theory with your hosts, Sheena and Prince. We're talking about issues that matter and some that don't. Technological advances, gentrification, and the pursuit of social connections. Conversations get heated, emotions run high, but it's all love in the room. So, cop a squat, hang out with us. Let's go. We're going to have to, we're going to need a little bit more tea this time. I know, right? I'm at like half a half a cup. I don't know if I'm gonna make it. But um, welcome back. Welcome. Welcome back. Glad to be here. It's been a long week, but we're starting off fresh. Starting off a new one fresh. But before we start this new one fresh, I have come to argue with sister. <laughs> and I am here for all of that. Let's do it. So, Brother, what you got? So, recently, mm-hmm. Chris Rock released a new comedy special. <laughs> All right, I'm listening. Okay, I am a big fan of comedy. There are As am different... I. We'll get into that in a second. You're not gonna do that. You're not gonna do you, that. You and your sister, both of y'all, we've had these conversations. You're not gonna do that. You're not gonna do that. But anyway, continue. There are a lot of different comedy styles. Yes, there and are. I try my best <laughs> to try to get a feel for all of them. There's physical mm-hmm. comedy. There's uh, like the cool, calm, laid back. Mm-hmm. There's the awkward person. There's the really intelligent comedy where they set up a joke. Um, there are the one-liners. There's the nigga mm-hmm. comedy. Mm-hmm. We're gonna get into the that. Storytelling in comedy. Storytelling comedy. I love storytelling. Mm-hmm. That's one of my favorites. Me too. Yes. Um Chris Rock. There's the controversial comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Rock has been around for a long time. He's had a pretty successful career. Has um, he? I, I am speaking objectively. Okay. I'm not speaking from my personal opinion. Okay, objectively, I ain't seen him in shit in the last 20 plus years. He was irrelevant until he got the shit slapped out of him. I'm just saying. But go on. <laughs> we are all listening. I, I was let me make sure my headphones are I wasn't ready. <laughs> you just still fix my glasses. You just <laughs> so right. you were saying, yes. Uh-huh. Okay. So objectively, mm-hmm. um Chris Rock has been doing comedy and acting and hosting and all the other good stuff for with a better what three decades now right okay um didn't he kick off a, in living color that was his i'm asking for that for a reason because i believe he was on in living color for a small I, span uh to be to be honest and clear okay i am not a chris rock fan i have no idea what he kicked off okay. i know he's not funny Okay. To me, okay. all right. Hold on. To me, hold on. He is not funny. 
<laughs> let me let me do my quick Googles real quick. Uh, yeah, look on the Googles <laughs> and see what his uh his uh unfunny ass has been doing. <laughs> Chris Rock has been active. Wow. Uh, I guess time? officially since 86. So he's been active okay. longer than I've been alive. Wow. Right? That's a shame uh, that you pointed that out. Don't do this. This is not a shot at you. Okay. This is, this is, was, <laughs> this is, All right. So I am older than his career. Uh-huh. Go on. <laughs> that's a whole different way to look at it. <laughs> anyway, so, go on. Um, oh, oh, he's an Aquarius. Interesting. So why is that interesting? A lot of women don't like Aquarius. <laughs> like, I don't think I know any. Interesting. Really? Yeah, I don't I don't think not I mean not, no one that's stands out. I hmm. Hmm. Oh. You know what? I don't know what some people but let me ask, what's your birthday? When's your birthday? Well, I, why, I really want to know that. Why you figure that out for the people you don't like, text them that what's your right. birthday? When's your birthday? Think I'm like, who this? I hear oh. a lot of women say that. <laughs> like, a lot of women like, oh, I hate Pisces men, I hate Aquarius men, that, that whole little first of the year they don't mm -hmm. like okay so uh chris rock so we talked about this a little bit off air but his major relevancy came from snl saturday night live okay. which black people have generally have unanimous unanimously agreed that it's pretty white like <laughs> like snl is it's not to like if that's your style of comedy, that's cool. If you like you know, SNL, I wish we could have um, continued with. I wish we could have continued with "In Living Color," because I felt like that was geared toward black people more. I mean, it probably wasn't. No, not probably. It really wasn't as funny, which which is why it didn't make it that long. You but didn't think "In Living Color" still, was funny? No, it was hilarious. Oh, I'm about to say. Hold on, man. It's just it's black hilarious, so that's why I didn't. Okay, make it. that's a good yeah. point. So there might be some white people out there that don't like black comedy, mm -hmm. or don't get it, or don't get it. Yeah. Um, I think I. You know what? Now that I go back. Now that you say that, I want to say SNL is very. It's obviously pop culture political driven news driven comedy like that's the context okay how it's delivered is very white style comedy it's kind of like your history teacher tells you the same like corny jokes and you laughing because you want to get an a like it's, it's <laughs> okay the joke is never really funny you're like ah <laughs> but you laugh every time they tell the uh, same one <laughs> Thanks, Dr. So-and-so. Like, it is yeah. never. That's what oh SNL my gosh. is. That doesn't get old. Yes. <laughs> so I got an A? So you... Right. That's what I'm saying is. <laughs> and because Chris Rock, to me, because Chris Rock got the majority of his stardom from SNL, I think he just stuck with that. Okay. I think that's why, to your point, I am not a big Chris Rock comedy fan. I think okay. he has made a lot of money. I think he's, you know, been in major movies. Like he was Pookie. It was, <laughs> that's a classic black movie. 
Like yes, he's been in a he lot was a of crackhead in a black movie. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, yes, which he he portrayed a crackhead very, very well. well. <laughs> I think you know, and the comedy is subjective, so it's it's like art, right? So it's just like whatever. But I think generally speaking, black folk don't tend to really care for his comedy style, mm-hmm. and I think it's because he got his stardom from. SNL. Okay. I do believe he was on... Yes, he was in In Living Color uh, a few times. But he was going on, I believe, In Living Color on the tail end. Like, when they changed the direction of the show. And obviously, that's what made it crash. Like, the last season didn't have, like, the way in... Like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Ivory. It didn't have the eldest Wayans, brother. Keenan and Ivory. It didn't have them over the production. Okay. And it showed. Like, when you watched it, you could show. Right? What I think happened... Oh, let me dial back. So, he had a special recently. I watched this special. Um, I'm sorry for your lost time. <laughs> I will say this. I will say this. I watched it for the reason that I think 99.99% of black people watched it for. I don't know about white folks. I want to say about 80% of white folks watched it for the same reason we did. Everybody in the world wanted to know what he was going to say post-slap. the slap. Yeah. Everybody wanted to know. And I, he's not... I do think he's intelligent. I do think he knew that. And rightfully so. If something... Like, that's what a comedian does. Like, their whole life is like... Oh, let me find the funny in whatever scenario. And the best to me, at least, Mm -hmm. the best comedians find the funniest ways to tell a really dark situation or a very bad situation. Mm -hmm. Like comedians who are twisting 9 11 in a funny way. And Mm. I think, I think I've heard comedians say everything can be funny with the right delivery and the right timing. See, I I think he's being exploitive. Who? I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm not saying him yet. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> I'm not done. I'm not saying him yet. I'm not done. But yes, you can take a dark, you know, a dark situation and turn it into something funny, comedy. I'm light you know? Yeah. Like and okay. most good comedians do do that. But Dave Chappelle. Um, like if it involves someone else, though. Ah. Uh, well, let's say Dave Chappelle's situation when he had okay. the Chappelle show. Mm-hmm. You laughed when he said, drip, 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 pee on you. Drip, drip. <laughs> that is a very dark. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Everybody laughed because he told it in a way that wasn't like attacking the victim. It was more so like it was mocking Robert. Okay. Like the same way, like we we can joke about it now, but Still when he was though. making fun of Rick James, Rick James was on it. I mean, it's very well documented. <laughs> <laughs> but we all laughed, and it wasn't at necessarily Rick James. It was like this is a wild story, you know. Rick James is an interesting character. This is wild funny. boy. <laughs> okay. We laughed at Prince. 
we left all these are very like risky jokes if you don't tell them well but clearly dave Chappelle had great writers and he's a good comedian he tells them amazing he he made them freaking hilarious because he thinks it through like he really like takes his time and and he's just been doing this so long it's probably like muscle memory at this point i don't think he's filtered either like he may Mm -mm. he may be i don't know but dave Chappelle just when he's telling a story or he's telling a joke even if he's making fun of somebody he's like i'm doing this i'm going hard with it I'm gonna I'm do it all the way. Don't look Chris in his eyes, or you're gonna be done fucking him. You know, I didn't. I was like, <laughs> he's like, I'm just gonna go all the way with it. But I feel like Chris Rock be trying to filter it somewhat. Like he don't wanna talk too hard about it. So it kind of make it less funny. Maybe it's his delivery. I don't know. I just, I, it's, I, it how many it of be his, as funny. It's not as how, funny. How many of his stand ups have you watched? What it wastes my time? That's time I can't give it. That's the one thing I cannot get back. Okay, so Chris, maybe one. Chris Rock, I don't believe filters, but I don't, I don't think, I don't think his his goal. I think he wants to be a dirty comedian, right? He is a dirty comedian, but I feel like he's like a caricature. And that's what he's going for. And that's why a lot of a lot of black people don't like him. Cause I think while Eddie Murphy did the same thing, I think he did it much better. Eddie Murphy, Eddie Murphy did it better. Eddie Murphy, Richard Pryor, um Martin Lawrence, like they were edgy because they said really black Sam for this um, what's my man? Uh, Red Fox. Red Fox. All of them said really black stuff in white audiences. But it didn't feel like they were, for lack of a better phrase, tap dancing. It didn't feel like that. Mm. Dick Gregory. Another one, like, great comedian. Very good storyteller. They didn't do that. They just gave it to you. Eddie Griffin's another one. Like they'll say these really like nigga jokes or very intellectual jokes, but in a nigga way. And they say nigga. And it's not the joke isn't nigga. The joke is how they deliver it. Mm-hmm. I feel like Chris Rock, a lot of times, his jokes feel like the joke is him saying nigga. The joke is him saying whatever aggressively shock value-esque. I don't like when white comedians do it. I don't like when Hispanic comedians do it. I don't like when a lot of comedians do this whole, I'm going to say this really aggressive thing strictly for shock value. And that's the joke. Not the actual that's, joke. That's not funny. I think that... When, you, but, when you're trying to say it for shock value, it's not funny. It makes it less funny. Now I don't even hear what the joke was because you put emphasis on the wrong thing. I... I uh, I okay. I how got with this? I hundred percent agree <laughs> that I don't think it's funny, but a lot of people think it's funny. They like that. These are the people that probably got beat up a lot. The people <laughs> who like to like say this, I'm gonna just say this wild thing for shock value, despite what might happen after. Like, think about how many YouTube videos go viral. Because somebody ate a lizard or 
just like stupid stuff. They crashed mm. a Lamborghini because who would do that? Mm. They there's one guy on YouTube who every time a new iPhone comes out, he takes a rifle and tries to shoot through, see how many he can shoot. That's shock value. They like that. The people okay. who enjoy that think that's funny. And if you wrap it with some form of comedy, they find it funny. And I think that's why and SNL, if we being honest, is all shock value. Oh, what are they going to say about uh, Bill Clinton cheating on his wife? What are they going to say about like that's been their whole thing for decades? That's their thing is taking pop culture and politics and trying to say some witty thing about it that people aren't expecting to be said out loud. Mm-hmm. And then it's just oh, and I think that he just got attached to that, and that's where the majority of his thing came from. So Except, he can't let go of the past. He can't let go of that shock value comedy. I think so. Except he adds nigga to it. <laughs> he does the exact same thing, shock value style comedy, and then says nigga at the end of it. It was a bitch, nigga, and. Back when my mama see my mama would have whooped my ass. Like he says all the stuff that we normally say, but does it their way. So it's not convincing I, to us. To us, but however, yeah. we only account for less than a third of the third of the population. Like okay. fortunately for him, we don't matter. So <laughs> he gets. He gets money from everybody else who's well, with and the, the percentage <laughs> of us that don't care who still listen and think whatever he's saying for shock value is funny. He gets money from them too. So it's like they're the majority. Whereas we think about some of our favorite comedians. They not really banking like that. Yes. yes because true. what is more important, I guess, to them, right? I'm not going to tell you what's moral or not. You grown, you do what you want to do. But for us, I'm like, I don't really think it's funny. Now, with that being said, we both agree uh-huh. we're not Chris Rock fans. Oh, you are not also? Okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I kind of missed that. You made it seem like you I'm, for him. I'm trying to be objective. See, I don't, I don't, I don't want you <laughs> to attack me. <laughs> I am not. Why not? That's what we're here for. <laughs> this is where I think we're going to disagree. Okay. I'm already ready to disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I'll watch the special. I know you're not going to watch it. Just, Absolutely I, not. I already Definitely know. will not be trying to get that time back. Mm-mm. My wife's biggest thing with me is that she's like, why are you always trying to hear the other arguments? Because <laughs> I'm curious. I really want to be known. Like, why? Why y'all be feeling the way it just don't make sense to me? I want to understand like why you feel this way. So mm-hmm. Chris Rock does his okay. special. I again not a Chris Rock fan. I don't think he's a good actor. That's just my personal opinion. I don't think he's a good actor. He makes the same faces all the time. I don't think his comedy is that great. I think he has said funny things, but I'm not watching the next special unless it's something I'm interested in, like what the point of his special was, which was the slap. Now, to be clear, he talked about that slap within the last 15 to 20 minutes of his set. It was our special. 
And he was so building he up. He didn't say it. nothing to he he didn't say nothing about it until the last like you had to watch the whole thing. Just no, to get to the no. He he was this is why I say he knows what he's doing. We all know he knows what he's doing. He named the special. Let me go back. I want to make sure I get the name correct. Because the name of the special even was like. Mm, okay, what? I see what you're doing. Let me see. Like uh, alluding to the slap or what? No, it was. It was. Let me see. Oh, Will Smith responded to his special. That I will read. I want to know that too. I want to know both sides. I'm going to tell you one thing I will say though. There are things I don't like on both ends of the spectrum. As far as the slap, mm-hmm. there are things I don't like on both sides of the spectrum. I can't find a name of his special right now. I'm going to keep looking for it. But even the name of the special, um, the it, it, it was kind of like a bait thing. Like, oh, let's see if we can get people to come and People are going to look selective outrage. Okay. Okay. So even you can admit, like, okay, yeah, that's right. going to grab some attention. Yeah, yeah, that that's definitely an attention getter. Yeah. Because it's like, what is he talking about? Is he doing a play on words? What are you or... outraged about? Are you outraged about that slap? Okay. Okay. So See, okay. Remember, you said you that. So your question was, was he outraged about that slap? Hmm. That's not what I got from the title. I'm going to come back to that. So, okay. (laughs) Selective Outrage uh, comes out. It's on Netflix. Soon, obviously, it's going through the roof with numbers. Like, everybody wants to hear post-slap Chris Rock. Mm. Because he's been doing shows. He had one show with Dave Chappelle and Kevin Hart, and all the big names came out. And uh, that's around time Dave Chappelle got tackled on stage and everybody wants to know, like, what is what are the comedians going to say about it? So throughout this, throughout the special, he does little hints. At, like, I don't need another rapper mad at me. And I was like, OK, I see what he's doing. Like, he's trying to, like, create Build this. Up. Yeah, he's trying to create this little Hansel and Gretel, like. I'm gonna build these these crumbs all the way up to what we oh what everybody gosh. coming for. All right, I don't think we done gave him enough of our time. Can we just get to it? <laughs> he gets to the <laughs> end, and he said, "Everybody want to know what I, talk, I think about Chris uh, uh, Will Smith slapping me." Did everybody? The one question everybody asked me: Did it hurt? Yes, motherfucker. This nigga was Muhammad Ali. Da 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 da. So he, now he's talking okay. about. It. Mm-hmm. This is the conundrum I think that black. The black delegation is happening. Okay. He said, he didn't, uh, let me be clear. He did not call Jada Pink, Jada Pinkett, anything out of her name. What he did was he referenced everybody who called her out of her name. And he kept saying it aggressively. Explain. He was like, like when in a special or in his special. On the last okay. fi- when I say the last 15 minutes, I mean the full last 15 minutes. He said, bitch, at least 60 times. Okay. All right. And referring to Jada and Will. 
Oh, dang. Okay, got it. That's what everybody was watching for. And he was like, uh, Will Smith, he was like, everybody was like, why, why you didn't um, fight Will back on stage? He was like, because I had my parents. And my parents taught you me. You would have got your ass whooped. That's why. Well, that so, okay. Sure. You're trying to be respectful because you up on stage and they ask you to present and you got, you know, your family and the audience. Yes, that also. But you're black and a normal black person don't just stand there and get slapped no matter where we at. Unless we feel like I can't take this nigga. <laughs> we feel like that. Then, yes, you sitting there like, oh, you, you got that. I'm about to say right, Mike gonna, Tyson come gonna... up. And look at me wrong. I'm gonna say sorry. I'm right. <laughs> I'm not doing a daggone thing. Uh-uh. So so sure. He yeah, said we get that. Him and Will Smith have been. He said friends. I don't remember. Maybe I missed something, but I don't really remember them being close at all. But maybe they were behind the scenes. He said they've been friends for years. He said I love Will Smith. I love this family. I've never said anything bad about their family until this whole thing kicked off. He said, even after he slapped me, I didn't say anything bad about their family. People I know did. And he was like, what's crazy with me is why he didn't slap them. He said, everybody called Will Smith a bitch. He said, uh, spoiler, sorry for everybody. I, I should have said that. <laughs> I'm probably going to title it, spoiler alert. Chris right. Rock. But, um, Everybody, he said, called him a bitch. He talked about Big Boy. He talked about um, Charlemagne the God. He talked about every. He said everybody has called this man a bitch over and over and over. They call him soft. They call him pussy. They call him bitch and all that. And he slapped me. Why he didn't slap none of them other people? Now, okay, this is why I said when this whole slap happened. I don't know if you read Will Smith's book. I read the book. I think Chris Rock is right. Will Smith did not Will Smith, sorry. Will Smith did not slap Chris Rock. He was slapping everybody and they mama. And Chris Rock was at the wrong place at the wrong time. to be there. <laughs> he was It's done. like if you was if done. you go out right now, you had a rough week and you know, your kids been talking to you crazy. Your co-workers been talking to you crazy. Your boss, da 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 And you go out in the store, and this white lady cut you off, flick you off, and you see her at the same store you at. And she say, I said, excuse me, bitch. Oh. Oh. Okay. Nigga here now. Because. <laughs> I'm sorry. You representative of my boss. You representative of You guys. You about to have these hands on you behalf of everybody for, else. For everybody. <laughs> yeah. Because you're in the wrong place at the wrong time. That's why you got to be careful. My daddy used to say, boy, watch your mouth. Because <laughs> you try the wrong person at the wrong time, and they going to be the right one. Because you it. said that. And you, that is it. You never know when somebody going to snap. What he said was, Will didn't check Charlemagne, he said, Will didn't check none of the other. He was like, I'm not a rapper. Why he didn't check none of the rappers? That's a good point because rappers I, have been I calling have Will Smith. You have a theory. I'm not going to say it though. I mean, why not? You know, I got to have it. 
I no, 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 no. I'm gonna keep that one. I, I've got a theory, but I want I, uh, people. I want people to tag you and everything and harass you for this theory. Because <laughs> I, I, I think he strategically picked and chose on purpose. Who when, will? Yes. I Why do you say strategic. that? Because of the theory I have. <laughs> I think it was strategic, yes. Um, I don't think he thought it would catch as much backlash as it did. Honestly. I don't think he thought. Oh. At all. Well, yeah. Okay. I don't think we'll, I've I've told you before. My major influences when I was growing up were three people. Spider-Man, <laughs> Stefan Urkel, not Steven, Stefan, mm-hmm. and Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, which eventually turned into Will Smith. Mm-hmm. Right? Because my introduction to him was Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. And then when I started following him through other stuff, I was like, man, I love this dude because I grew up with my grandparents. They didn't give me the whole, you know, this is how you talk to girls. And, you know, they didn't give me that. So I was watching this character, Fresh Prince. I was watching Stefan Urkel. I was watching all these people as far as like nerdy stuff and getting the chicks and, you know, being cool and smart, blah, blah. And watching him. So when his book came out, mm-hmm. of course, I was curious. I was like, I want to read this. Everybody's not what they portray to be as celebrities or whatever. So I knew it'd be stuff I probably didn't agree with, but I was like, whatever. Within the first chapter, Will Smith called himself a coward at least 10 times. He said, this big Willie style character, uh, Wild Wild West, Fresh Prince, he said, that was a character I created. That is not who I am. He was like, I have been a coward my entire life. And he brings up where it started at for him, what he believes, because he was in therapy. Mm -hmm. And clearly he has money to go to very good therapy, whatever. And he said what he learned in therapy was that he has a issue failing the women in his life. It started off mm. with his grandma. Okay, see, all right. That's what I'm telling you. Okay. He said it started off with his grandmother. Then it was his mom. Then it started to become the women he started dating. Now, I'm not going to go into all the details about the book and some of the stuff I strongly disagree with, with Will Smith. But even the way he got his first wife, to me, was kind of weird okay and when you read through the book and see what lengths he takes to impress or or get a validation from the women in his life I know black women gonna kill me (laughs) I do believe this is rooted in Jada I strongly believe this is rooted in Jada. I am not saying, let me be very clear. 
Yeah, what are you saying? I am not saying Will never cheated on Jada. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that Jada never cheated on Will. That's clearly documented. What I am saying is, based on what they have portrayed, what have they said? I'm not talking about headlines of them being in an open relationship. I ain't in that relationship. So I don't know any of that. That's just headlines. I'm talking about what they have said in their interviews about it, around it, what it through it, and whatever. And in the red table talk, which I I think the red table talk is one of the most, I don't know if I want to say disgusting. I think it's very dangerous. I'll say that. Why is that? I think the red table talk does a very, it's a very dangerous way to express, you know, a black folk, when we grew up, we said, hey, certain things stay in the house. Yes, I still say that. Mm-hmm. Certain things stay in the house. And as black people, I'm just going to talk about us. <laughs> certain shit needs to stay in the house. It does not. It is not for public consumption. I always say if I was a celebrity, people would be upset. They would hate interviewing me. Because <laughs> there's certain questions I'm just not answering. You are not going to know about my child. You're not going to know about my wife. It's not going to happen. Not up I for don't debate. care. He's not going to say it. You said, oh, we're going to cut this interview. I don't give a fuck. It's certain <laughs> stuff I'm not talking about. And it is what it is. You can kick me out the studio. You can. I don't care. My grandma said, don't be airing your dirty laundry. Because yeah. I'm like, okay, one, we've all been a villain in somebody else's story. Oh, at yeah. some way. At some point. You've been a villain in somebody else's story, knowingly or unknowingly. So there are things. And at some point, I was a villain in my own story. I can <laughs> admit that. Listen, you know, <laughs> I sabotage myself. I that's can admit I... that now. <laughs> but I think that's why. That's why I feel bad sometimes because I'm like, all right, there are certain things. I'm like, all right, you gotta let people live. But at the same time, why are you talking about it? I see rappers going interviews all the time especially on Vice and Breakfast Club, and they'll tell them, you don't have to answer this question, <laughs> and they'll still answer it, and they get mad when they get it. backlash. Yeah. By this point, we've seen enough interviews. We've seen hundreds of interviews where it may, it looks bad, and then this red table talk, and I'm going, let me be clear about this, too. I don't think the red table talk is only on Jada. That's on Will, too. Y'all had a conversation whether it was post the first episode or not, that is, you made it very clear that that's your spot that she's filming in. Y'all made an agreement to put this information out there. Mm-hmm. This woman has talked about Tupac like this man is still alive. Every, every chance she get. Tupac is, correct me if I'm wrong, because maybe I missed something in the 90s. Tupac is the poster child, literally, of Thug Life. Like, that is... Yeah, that is, literally. Yeah. I don't know how... how and you talking about 90s hard. I ain't talking about today's... I'm not saying kids ain't hard now, but I'm saying, like, that was a different era. Even 60s, that was a different type of hard. Yeah. Those eras were very specific. I think the difference between the 60s and the 90s was 90s was more like 
like gangster type stuff. Like, like I really shoot you. Like it, back in the sixties, it was more like you know, I'm a grown man and I don't play no jive turkey. And <laughs> but they wasn't to be played with. You know what I'm saying? Like uh -huh. Al Green and all them. Them people wasn't to be Motown. Them people wasn't to be played with. You you can check the documentation. But at the same time, I think with the 90s, it was like this whole thug, like hood, baggy jeans, always got the, you know, firemen, blah, blah, blah. Tupac was the epitome of that. He was the definition of hard in the 90s. And then you have Will Smith, who was getting Nickelodeon Choice Awards at the same time. And she marries him. And it's not to knock his success, but you end up marrying him and he's the like the the punchline for every lame rapper joke for like two decades straight he's the corny rapper he's the goofy rapper he doesn't even curse and da -da 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 -da. he's clearly successful but that didn't matter because yeah. that era was all about being hard and he's the opposite of that in as far as like portrayal and then every chance you get kind of this man seem up. like you um i don't know you're justifying his slap i am not justifying his slap at all yeah, what kinda, i kind of seemed like you're like but look where he's coming from no nope, he's had it nope, so hard no nope, that is not what i'm his saying book and he had to impress the girls and i am saying week i'm just saying that's what i sound like you're doing right now i am saying i understand why he did it. I don't agree with it at all. I think I think what would have been hard if he really wanted to prove like watch your mouth type move he should have walked up there and gave him one of them like front hugs where he grabbed his neck like little brother type and whisper in his ear like hey watch your mouth. And That's he enough. knows he's been on TV long enough. Whisper just loud enough to where they can pick up some of it because everybody's going to talk about it. Since oh, yeah. you want to walk up there, uh huh, do that. Chris Watt would have looked at him and you would have been like, All right, nigga. and then walked off. So, you don't think you don't think he thought about that at all? Nope, like after, but, that's what I'm okay. saying. After reading, so that I book, know he thought about it, I know he thought about it because he went up there and he slapped the man. Another man does not slap another man. You I'm going up this. there? Oh, hold on now. I'm telling you this. Okay, I've seen a I lot of that. slaps happen. <laughs> Look at here. <laughs> well, you didn't think twice. <laughs> you want to shut somebody up about what they're talking about? You gonna go up and punch them? You're not slapping. That was that was bitch move. You slapped a man. Come on. I think I think a slap is the ultimate sign of disrespect for men. I think that is the ultimate sign for disrespect. That I run up on you and slap you. To me, what that says is. I wish you would, nigga. I beat your ass in front of all these people. I'm just gonna slap. It just I'm gonna seemed... slap. You. I'm not even. I've heard like we used to say that as kids. Like, why slap the shit out you? I won't. Even, I ain't even gonna fire off on because it, it's a sign of disrespect. Like <laughs> it's almost like spitting in your face. Like you wouldn't oh. even go because it used to make people want to fight. Because like, are you, are you slap me, nigga? You crazy? Like I'm gonna kill you. But I think. He didn't think that far. I think what happened was he was upset in the moment, or in, I think it was more embarrassing than anything. He had had enough. Think because everybody talks about how 
Chris Rock makes the joke. Will's obviously laughing. Will looks back. Jada's not laughing. She looks disgruntled. She didn't say anything in him. I'm being very clear. I do not think Jada told him to go up there. I think he did that on his own. And as a grown man, that was a stupid mistake. You shouldn't have did not, not a mistake. That was a stupid decision. You shouldn't have went up there and did what you did. Because that man is half your size. There are no points for slapping this man. <laughs> I understand why he do. I believe I understand why he did it. I don't agree with it. And I don't pacify it. Honestly, I don't even think the joke that Chris Rock made that day was funny. <laughs> it really wasn't. It That's really why I was, was like, not. Jada just didn't like it. Now, Jada didn't tell him to do that. Will got up on his own and then in his weird way was saying he was going, he was protecting the honor of his wife, which I understand. I still don't agree with how you handle that. Especially at the stage in your life where you at like i'm like and i'm not gonna tell you what to do you grown man but at the same time i'm like you could have handled that better then on the back end where he had an opportunity to accept an award because according to chris rock this whole thing kicked off because jada wanted everybody black to do nothing with the oscars before that oscar Oscar ceremony because there was this whole issue with black people. Because remember, Chris Rock did Oscar so black, mm-hmm. so white. I'm sorry, Oscar so white. So she apparently had made a, he said, I don't know, she apparently made a comment about him doing that when he knew that all the black people weren't going to deal with Oscars. And he said, This wasn't even about black people. This was about Will not getting an award. And you was mad because your husband didn't get an award. He said, nigga, please. And he has there. You don't have to agree, but I don't have to agree with you. I'm just saying, maybe, you know, she had this whole let's boycott the Oscars thing. Mm -hmm. And they was like, oh, my gosh, we can't have all the black people boycott it. Who we going? Who's in our pocket right now? Let's call Chris Rock. He'll do it. I I believe that, too. Yeah. I believe that, too. I just think that he. I think he initially made a joke. It didn't, it wasn't funny the first time he made a joke. Then he did another one at the next, or whatever Oscar that followed. It wasn't funny again. And then she didn't like the joke and Will just flared up in the moment and reacted. He did, I don't think he thought about it. I don't think, I think he just immediately reacted. And I think if he, I think he caught himself like halfway through, because if you watch him, it seemed like his face started changing. It looked like he might have gone up there just out of rage and then pulled back last minute. That's and how I still think he thought about it. He thought about it. He, could, he had plenty of opportunity to turn around and walk back to his seat. Plenty of opportunity. He thought about it and continued. I, I think, think male so. ego took over. Male ego, whatever. What is <laughs> male ego taking over right now? Because <laughs> what we're going to do is we're going to wrap this up. As I'm talking about Chris and Will, because I don't want to hear about it no more. Male ego is definitely taking over right now. <laughs> Try to justify his slap. I didn't say to justify... it was justified. <laughs> I, I do not agree with the slap. Boy, everybody kill me. I do not agree with the slap. <laughs> he shouldn't have slapped me. 
All right. Well, he feeling so bad about the women and not being able to protect women in his life. And yeah, why? <laughs> for the women in my life. Oh, now they gonna get on you. They gonna be like, oh, you you not letting men, you not letting black men be sensitive. <laughs> okay, he can absolutely be sensitive and pull them to the side. I mean, he can absolutely do it. Anyway, we're not talking about it no more. We, we wrapped it up. That's what we doing. Gotta. You see? Oh. Yeah. Uh-uh. No. No. Alright, well, thank you all for coming out. God bless and good night. We done talking about Will <laughs> and Chris. See y'all next right, time. See y'all next time. <laughs> hey y'all, we really want to thank you for listening to us here on the Grey Roots Podcast. If y'all feeling the conversation, please make sure to like, comment, share, and subscribe. And if you don't, man, do the same thing. And if you ain't got nothing nice to say, keep your comments to yourself because your opinion does not matter. And I'm gone. <laughs>